Hey everyone, this is Stacey Lindis from Podcast PD, a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of the individual host. Make sure you check out all of the other great podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com and get ready because the learning begins in three, two, one. Hey, welcome back. Steve here, and today I got Casey Bell with me from shakeuplearning.com. That's right, she provides all kinds of cool resources for learning how to use the G Suite tools. Yeah, and today we're going to talk a little bit about that, but we're really going to focus on this great big new announcement she's got about a new podcast. That's right. Thanks for listening. Oh, and by the way, unfortunately I had a little sound trouble in the beginning. Just hang in there because it clears itself up. Glad you're here. Casey's awesome. You're going to enjoy this. Have fun. You are listening to Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12, a podcast for educators, helping you help kids achieve their dreams. And now here's Steve with this week's show. Casey Bell is a disruptor of the boring, an engaging, innovative, from-the-heart-sharer who inspires educators while transforming their teaching with original, timely, and use-tomorrow ideas for student choice, differentiation, and technology integration. Whether it is learning from home through online courses, professional development, conference workshops, or as a keynote speaker, Casey is a relentless innovator of ideas and a devoted transformer of classrooms and teaching. Through teacher-empowering publications and award-winning educational resources at shakeuplearning.com, learner-driven workshops and presentations, and co-hosting Google Teacher Tribe weekly podcast, Casey proves why we should never settle for the boring when it comes to bringing out the very best in our students, and we should always strive to shake up learning. A little bit about Casey. She is the co-host of the Google Teacher Tribe podcast, author of Shake Up Learning, Practical Ideas to Move Learning from Static to Dynamic, and a Google Certified Innovator, a Google Certified Trainer, a must-read EdTech blog, and an EduBlog Awards finalist. ShakeUpLearning.com provides teachers and educators with easy-to-understand, use-tomorrow resources for Google and G Suite for education, mobile learning, and classroom technology integration through digital learning resources, technology tips, and tricks, in-depth e-courses, books, resources, cheat sheets, blog publications, and podcasts. Casey, thanks for joining me today. Say hi to everyone. Hey, y'all. Well, I'm glad you're here today, and uh, thanks for joining me. And, and you know, it's funny because it's, it's been a while since we've... Uh, We've talked, um, but it was almost three years ago. April of 2016 is uh, when we talked. And that was episode 100 for my show. So welcome back. Wow. Wow. That's that's incredible. So how, how many are we into now? This is episode number... Well, you're, you're a couple weeks off, but I will be... Uh, this week, I'll be publishing 235. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a lot. So um, congratulations on that. First of all, that's that's huge. I, I know how huge that is. That's a lot of work, but um, honored to be back on the podcast. Yeah, um, I already started thinking, like, oh, my gosh, what has happened in the past three years? <laughs> so much has happened in the past three years. It really has. And, uh, you know, it's funny because we're here we are the uh, and uh, just through your show and all of that. And I mean, you published a book in that time frame, just any number of things. And it is funny because it seems like it's just yesterday. And uh, 
And I, when I look back, I went, oh my gosh, no, that's <laughs> it's a little further back than I thought. So, so welcome back. And what I'd like to do is uh, just simply like to, to say this, how'd you get interested in teaching about technology and especially G Suite products? Let's go there first. So I'm a former middle school teacher. I say middle school survivor. And um, I found that I, I've always loved technology. My, my parents owned an electronics business. I was always exposed to technology. When I was a kid, if my dad gave me something, you know, that was uh, uh, electronic or tech, he's like, go put it together yourself. You know, you take it out of the box, you figure it out, go for it. And, you know, so it was sort of encouraged to tinker and to learn. And so tech was just always part of my life and something that came easy to me. So when I became a teacher, I became one of the teachers that wanted to try all the things in my classroom. And I was the first one to sign up for the computer lab when we had to sign up for computer lab time. And eventually it just became one of those things that all the other teachers started relying on me to help them. I became like the, the onsite tech support before we had any tech support. And then I started, uh, writing curriculum and doing some different things. And I got my master's in educational technology, which just seemed like a natural fit. I found my people, these people that speak my language. And as much as I love teaching middle school, I didn't necessarily love being an, a language arts teacher. That was, that's not really something I was ever truly passionate about, but I am extremely passionate about technology. And so as things evolved and Google became this, this thing. I started using Google Docs before it was owned by Google. I used it when it was called Rightly um, several, nice. several moons ago. <laughs> we, won't, we, won't, we won't date myself too bad. But um, so I, I was always an early adopter and I was like, this is it. We've got to be doing this. And so as soon as, you know, G Suite for Education or Google for Education really started coming out, I was like, okay, no brainer. I got to jump on this and learn as much as I can. And it just became such a demand that that's, that's really what teachers were asking of me as a, as a coach and as a support person. So um, it just sort of became natural. And these days you can't be an expert in everything. So I've just tried to pick and choose the things that, that I enjoy, but also the things that I feel like are going to help teachers the most. And you know what? G Suite's free. And it's pretty hard to find anything that can do what it can do. A lot of people are trying and they're not there yet. I'll just say that. <laughs> so, um, that Most definitely. Me, yeah, it was just like a no brainer. So, um, you know, I love it. I don't know how to operate. I can't tell you how many tabs I have open right now in Chrome, of course, but also how many of those tabs are a Google product. Wow. You know? So it's just part of everything that I do. That's so cool, and it's fun. It's funny because there was a day before they were called <laughs> Google and G Suite and all that stuff. That's that's I mean the the docs and all that stuff. That's cool. Um, forgotten about that. <laughs> um, you you create some really awesome resources for teachers, educators. Um, you know, and, and some really cool free stuff too. By the way, as well as some awesome, you know training webinars and just really helpful information for anyone wanting to learn how to use G Suite products. Where do your ideas come from? And, and do you have like a muse or a team that helps you create new ideas? <laughs> I wish I had a team. <laughs> so 
um, I have no shortage of ideas. I think uh, that's that's sort of one of my strong suits. I don't always follow through on everything, but I have this huge list of ideas. And a lot of those are just things that I learn. They also come from the questions that I get all the time from teachers. So if I find that I, you know, this question comes up a lot and are like, oh, that's a great topic. Other teachers could learn from that. So I use, you know, the questions that I get, whether that comes through email or Twitter or on Facebook or wherever it is. So I do try to use that my audience as a guide. Um, I, I do not have a team. However, I do find it quite amusing whenever I'm wearing a shake up learning shirt and people say, Oh, do you work for them? <laughs> nice. <laughs> like I am them. <laughs> like <laughs> It's just me people. <laughs> so yeah, it's, uh, you know, someday, someday I will have more help to do the things that I want to do because there's so many things that I want to do that I just end up working myself to death, but I enjoy it. And I'm so passionate about it that I you know oh this is easy I'm gonna do this let's create this course let's go you know and I just do it very cool well there's all kinds of cool things that you create and first before I forget I gotta make sure I say kudos about something one of the things that I love about your website is that it's easily you can anything that you produce you've made it easy to share it. <laughs> so whether it's through Twitter or whether it's through Pinterest or whatever, because you have a nice big graphic there where you can you can put it into, into the Pinterest world or, or put it out there into Twitter and other places and social media. And so um, kudos on that because that's, <laughs> you know, it's sometimes people create great stuff, but you can't share it because unless you create your own pictures or whatever, so. Yeah, thank you. I, and that's something, you know, I've tried from the beginning and I probably spend way too much time creating images <laughs> that are in the million different sizes that they have to be for the different platforms. But it does make a big difference. And I feel like there's so many teachers who are on Pinterest and it's a different set of teachers than the ones we connect with on Twitter. So, um, you know, I kind of want to meet them where they are. Well, you do awesome at that. So I just want to make sure I said that because that was that's something that it is so easy, like, uh, um, you know, we were talking about before we started recording, which is simply that you got uh, something new coming out that I was just easily took it and shared it out there on the, into the Twitter world. And, and it, uh, so that makes it so much easier. So, um, you know, one of the things I'd like to do is, uh, let's talk about a couple of your resources that you've created and one of your most recent, I love it. Um, you have parts one and two of stranger Google crazy tools from the upside. <laughs> I love it. This good stuff. So anybody who's, who's watched, uh, um, a certain uh, Netflix show has got an idea where you're going with this. But uh, talk about this re this resource that you have just a little bit. So one of the things that I love about Google is learning about all of the other things that they're doing outside of just the basic G Suite and the apps that we use all the day, you know, every day. So for years, I've had a presentation called The Golden Treasures of Google, and it was just kind of those hidden, lesser-known tools. And so over the years, I've just created this list, this massive list of, of tools. Of course, you know, some come and go, but I, I was revamping it. I needed a new title, and there was some really cool stuff out there, and I am a Stranger Things fan. I'm like... <laughs> let's do this. This would make a great title. And so it, this actually started as a presentation first. And so I have, have delivered stranger Google. In fact, this was the one that, um, the, I had, a some giant lines for at TCEA. This was the, this was the one everybody wanted into and it was cool. fun. And it was, it's one of the funnest presentations that I do. That's that's awesome. The, uh, and then, and I love it cause it's so tight. It, you know, you're just fitting right there in the, in, in with the world. And, uh, um, so I think that's cool. And, and, and you do, a, 
whether it's Stranger Google, and that's neat to know that it's a presentation because I did not realize that. And uh, so I have to catch you doing that one sometime. But it's got great resources there. The, you got lots of other um, of this type that are just right on the, the money for, uh, you know, the questions that uh, we might have as you're, you know, as a Google user, as a G Suite user, and you just kind of um, seem to have be in tune with those questions that we're asking about, <laughs> what could I do next? Or how could I use this or that? Um, you know, one of the resources that you've created is that you help educators get Google certified. Could you share a little about your focus here? Sure. So, you know, I shared a little bit of my journey in the beginning and my love for Google tools. And as soon as I started seeing other people talk about this idea of a Google certified trainer, I'm like, what is this? Do you know, how do I get this stamp of approval from Google? And it, it just became something I wanted to strive towards. And then of course, back then there was also the, what they called the Google certified teacher. The programs were quite different back then. Um, there was no educator program. And so I, I jumped in head first and worked as hard and fast as I could to become a Google certified trainer. And later the same year was also, um, part of the Google Teacher Academy in Austin. So I got innovator and trainer in the same year, which um, seems seems kind of crazy now that I look back on it, that I was, I was just so determined to, to do it. But what I learned was amazing. I, you know, I think I mentioned to you earlier, the first time I attended a, a Google boot camp, I walked in a little arrogant thinking, <laughs> I, I've been, hey, I, I, I use this, you know, before anybody else was using this, I already know this stuff. No. No, to to uh, even today, like I hesitate to say that I know everything that you can do inside Google Docs or whatever it is because it changes all the time. And the fact that it works so well with add-ons and scripts, there's always something new to learn. So um, I just became really passionate about helping other teachers then become certified. So almost immediately after I became a trainer, I started teaching boot camps face-to-face to help other teachers pass what used to be five exams that you had to, to pass to become a trainer. That's all shifted now. But, um, you know, so I felt like it just changed so much. I can tell you, I wouldn't be presenting at some of the conferences that I present at if I didn't have. Um, and I would say Google Trainer over Innovator has opened more doors for me than anything else. Um, the fact that it pushed me to learn, which pushed me to share and, um, you know, share my expertise so that people be, would make me their go-to and like, hey, will you come present this? Hey, I want to go see her in a session. And so, you know, like when I post a picture, when I present for Google for education, you know, and I've got the big banner behind me, I'm like, that's all because I worked hard to become a Google certified trainer. That's why they invite me there. So, you know, it was just a huge shift for my career. It was a huge shift in my learning and my personal learning network. So I am preaching the gospel of, you know, all of the benefits that, that it brought to me. And so I just want to help more teachers get there. So I started creating free resources. I have an ebook that explains all the different certifications. Um, I have videos, I've got YouTube playlists, I've got all kinds of things to help people understand what it takes to get there. And then I also teach um, online boot camps so to speak. I don't, I don't teach them face to face because I also learned it's really, really too hard to teach face to face. 
Okay, so let's talk a little bit about, uh, I mean, you do speaking and keynoting and training. You've talked a little bit about that. Are there certain recurring questions that you seem to always get asked? And it, if so, could you name and talk about one or two of them? Sure. I think I think one of the, the questions that I have come to loathe is, how do I get my worksheets in Google Classroom? <laughs> and, you know, as much as I understand sort of where they're starting with that, I like to to approach these as missed opportunities. So anytime a teacher asks me those questions, I'm not going to just give you an app to go put a PDF and attach it in, into Google Classroom and teach you how to annotate over your old school lessons. No, I, I want to come back and say, what is it that you're teaching? Because you know what? In, if you're using Classroom and some of these other tools, you probably can do something that's more engaging and dynamic instead of just, you know, converting something from paper to digital. So that, that one has, has and, it, and I, I get that one still probably at least once a month. Somebody posts it, somebody asks it somewhere <laughs> and it's, and, and I know, and I try to be really nice. Like I just, I just admitted that I loathe that question and I never do that face to face with a teacher, but um, sometimes it is really hard. And, and for a lot of teachers, it's just because they've never had the exposure, right? They don't, they don't know any better because they've never seen anything different. So I think that's my job. That's I, I understand too, and I, it is frustrating. I can imagine when you get asked that question because that uh, so much for the engaging. I mean, we're just taking lesson plans and uploading them, and like you said, uh, you know, now I can write on top of it while I project it on the uh, very expensive uh, interactive board that's at the other end of my class. That uh, might as well be a nineteen seventies movie screen. But uh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. So. so wild. <laughs> um, if you had to choose one thing to train and speak about, what would it be? And, and uh, you know, I really mean that one thing that you just love to help people with. Oh, that's hard. <laughs> I, I, th I think. You can cheat. Tell me know, more. <laughs> well, and as, as much as, you know, as much as I talk about Google and love Google, I always come back and focus on the learning, you know, even with that example, because that's, that's, that's a tech question, but I want to get teachers focused back on what matters most, and that's student learning. So as long as whatever I'm talking about is going to help students meet those learning goals or, you know, just, just help a teacher save some time, <laughs> some sanity, whatever it is, that's, that's really what I enjoy doing. And, you know, I love when teachers share with me, you know, the success that they've had when they've tried something or, you know, the teachers who are maybe a little more technophobic and thought they couldn't do it and, you know, step out. So, um, but, but really, you know, everything that I like to talk about, uh, it's, it's learning. It's, it's everything that, I, in fact, that's why when I named my blog, I didn't name it Shake Up Technology. <laughs> it's Shake Up Learning. It's, it's all about the learning. That's awesome. The uh, um, that's really cool because that you know it and it comes out in your webinars and the uh, the different uh, everything even stuff that you've written and things like this. It just comes out your excitement and helping people learn. So cool. The uh, um, you know, let's talk about your book. Speaking of shakeup learning, it's called Shakeup Learning: Practical Ideas to Move Learning from Static to Dy Dynamic. Well, uh, why should educators want to get a copy and read it? And where can they get it? So the Shake Up Learning book really was um, 
blood, sweat, and tears and everything that I've learned along the way. I've been teaching teachers now longer than I taught middle school. And, you know, there's just so many lessons and tips and things along the way. But uh, what I really wanted to do was to, to write a book that had some shelf life, right? You know, I think so many people, when I said I was going to write a book, would expect it to have Google in the title just because I do so much with Google. But I didn't want this to be something that was out of date as soon as it was printed, right? right. And um, the idea of dynamic learning is really just the pulling together all of the things that we want to see in the classroom in the 21st century. I just wanted to create something that was practical that any teacher could use. So this book is meant for any K-12 teacher to be able to pick it up and, and, and move, move themselves and their students forward, no matter where they are in the process. So even if they're at a very beginning level of technology integration, or maybe they're super tech savvy and they're teaching it, but I just wanted to be able to put this together and, and help teachers. So it's divided into three parts. Part one is that why part, the part that, you know, you and I get, but not every teacher gets yet. Right. right. <laughs> why, why should we care? You know, it's not on the test. Right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but coming back to, coming back to that, why, and then part two is all about the, um, the DNA of dynamic learning, what that is, what it encompasses, the things that we can change and shift in the classroom. And then that last part is about the planning process, which I feel like is a missing piece of a lot of things that we do in education is we throw it out there and then we don't really discuss how do you actually mix this into your own classroom and your own curriculum? So there are planning templates and questions and all kinds of things. And then the book itself actually has a companion website, shakeuplearningbook.com, where um, it makes that paper book more dynamic because it would drive me crazy to just print paper and not be able to give somebody the ability to bring it to life with additional materials and resources because I got in trouble for how many links I tried to put into this book. I'll just tell you. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> They're like, Casey, you can't do this. <laughs> this is this is terrible. And of course, you know, links break all the time. So right. the idea here is that you can get those supplemental materials. There's discussion questions. It's built for book studies so that it's very easy to, to bring this into your school or your team and, and to have these discussions about it. And of course, I, it is published with um, Dave Burgess and you can purchase it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, directly from DBC. Um, you can get it just about anywhere. Very cool. And I'll have links, um, any any of the links that uh, Casey's talking about, I'll have them in my show notes. So you'll have uh, plenty of places to go there as well as uh, links to where to uh, get the book. So awesome. The, uh, you know, and it is funny when we talked at the beginning about it's been three years since we talked. Um, that is one of the things that has happened over that time. You had the yeah, had the book come out, which is cool. So good stuff. The, uh, you know, I really enjoy listening to you and Matt Miller on the Google Teacher Tribe podcast. And it seems that you guys really have a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, what's been a big takeaway from doing the Tribe podcast? You know, that's been a really interesting ride. So Matt and I both wanted to do a podcast. We kind of had too much on our plates to really just 
do our own individual things at the time. And so we're like, let's do it together. And then we brought in Chris Nessie, who um, (laughs) is our producer. So he takes care of all of the editing and the back and stuff and puts together those takeouts um, of uh, the blooper reel. You might hear every once in a while on there. But Matt and I met at the Google Teacher Academy that I, I talked about earlier in 2014. And we discussed even back then, you know, some different things that we wanted to do together. And so we've just kind of always kept in touch and wanted to collaborate. And it felt like there was an an open space to talk about Google specifically. There really, you know, there have there were there were a few podcasts, but nobody was really doing it consistently. And, and um we we wanted to jump in. And I think that's truly why we've had the success that we've had because honestly we people think we must plan for hours. We don't. We just have such a good rapport with each other. We're used to talking to each other and we do have fun. And, you know, so we're used to it, you know, in the beginning, of course, Chris was trying to get us to loosen up and, and to, you know, share a little bit of our personality. But I think that's what was really interesting to me was how much people get to know you in a different way when they hear your voice. Right. As opposed to just reading a blog post. And I think that was a big shift for both of us. And people are like, oh, yeah, you just went on my run with me. And they feel like they just know you like you're, (laughs) you know, like when they walk up to you, then and I don't know if you get this, too, but I feel like people walk up to me and they feel like we're already at this other level, even though we've never (laughs) met face to face because they've heard my voice, you know, once a week, every week for a while. And I was and that's part of the reason why I wanted to, to start a second podcast. So, um, that was, that was really it, but yeah, it's just been amazing. The, the tribe itself. And of course we try to make it about everybody, right? It's not just, you know, we're learning every time we do an episode. Like, oh, I didn't know that. Or somebody asks a question we don't know the answer. Well, we just put it back out. So we don't have to be, um, the experts, but you know, the power is that we are all better together. That's awesome because it's and it's a great show and you know and you hear the it's uh, it's funny that uh, um, it's neat to know that Chris is kind of working the magic back there the uh, but I, I can imagine with people hearing you all the time and because your personalities are coming through that they really do think yeah I've known you for a long time okay so I never met you I just heard you the whole time but <laughs> yeah you know what was interesting so uh, I I had one of those whiteboard animation videos made for the dynamic learning framework. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, where I so I like I hired a professional to do this and I I hired a voiceover expert to do it. And as soon as I released that video, everybody's like, it's not you. I wanted <laughs> to hear your voice. I was like, I had no idea anybody would want I was like, this person's way better than me. They're professionals. Uh, it was just funny that they had made that connection. It just wasn't something I'd ever expected to come out of podcasting. <laughs> that's awesome. That's that's so cool because uh, I can imagine people going, oh, wait a second. Hello. You know, it's wrong person. This is not, did I download the wrong thing? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, where's the y'all? They're waiting for the y'all. <laughs> I just get ready to say there's 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 a couple um, phrases that you have that I would imagine that's exactly the first thing they would say, and that would be one of them. <laughs> so um, it's it's that deep New Jersey accent that you have, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, well, well, super. The uh, you know, so that's that's going to lead us into your big news. By the way, you know, you have a new podcast in the works, and it's called the Shake Up Learning Show. Talk a little about its format and content, and we're getting ready to hear the first episode, so you can tell us when that's happening. 
Sure. So yeah, as I mentioned before, I loved podcasting so much that I really just wanted to use it as another content creation tool for shakeup learning. And, you know, as, as I started contemplating the different things that I wanted to do, of course, you know, I like to do all the things. (laughs) So (laughs) I, I am still planning. I have everything uh, planned out to release on March 26th will be day one launch day. And I am releasing five binge worthy episodes on day one. Nice. And so, um, there will be a, a mixture of different types of episodes. So those first five are, will be solo episodes and I'll be really digging into some meaningful technology integration strategies. But beyond that, I also have some really fun things planned. So I'm going to do some on-air coaching with teachers to help them with, you know, lessons and problems that they're struggling with in their classrooms. And I feel like that is, is one of the things that I'm really excited about just because to get a teacher to be vulnerable on air to share the things that they're struggling with and how many teachers can learn from that process. And then I'm also going to be doing some student interviews. So I love talking to kids. They just have a way of putting things that just really open your eyes. I, I, I have, um, I've facilitated some student panels before, you know, live in front of an audience. And it, it's just like magic. It's like, please don't pay me to do a keynote. You need to talk to the kids, get the kids on the stage. And so that's really where I want to dig in. And I want to find out, you know, what kids are doing, what they like, what they struggle with. And hopefully we can all learn from that process and get to know um, our own students better and use those, those ideas in our classroom. So Lots of things planned. The episodes, like I said, we're going to kick things off on Tuesday, March 26th, but the new episodes will come out every Tuesday after that. So um, they'll probably range in the 30 to 50 minute range. I don't think I'll be able to keep it in an exact time frame, but we will we will see. So hopefully everybody's going to be ex- as excited about this as I am. Awesome. Kudos on that. That's that's going to that's that's great stuff to look forward to and uh you know it's funny because as you were talking about that uh, kids would have some amazing things to to say i can only imagine especially when you think about you know i I was telling someone recently when i was in high school there and unfortunately i can't tell this story without identifying kind of my age bracket (laughs) but (laughs) the uh um i'll never forget this health teacher who she struggled bless her heart she struggled with the film projector the big reel that had to go on it and she would you had to you had to thread the film in there correctly otherwise it would just spool onto the floor even though you could be watching the movie it wouldn't go out it would go out the back way but not go onto the back spool and uh, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about <laughs> uh, you're too young but anyway the uh, <laughs> you know and, and it would just spool onto the floor and so a couple of us would always volunteer to help her well what's funny is that okay so she and user issues with that technology. It's funny. I can imagine kids' stories about teachers' user issues with today's technology would probably be in the same planet, even though it's the film's not spooling on the floor. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That I. It's it's going to be really interesting to see what the students coming up, you know, who have had an iPad in their world, you know, since day one, what does, you know, what does that mean? And I don't know, I think there's, there's just some interesting shifts with 
social media and good and bad that I think uh, we're going to see over the next few years. But no, I'm with you. I, um, you know, I remember, so I'll date myself a little bit with this one too, I'm sure. But I remember when I was a tech coach on a campus and we got new document cameras and that was the big, big thing. Everybody was excited about the document cameras and I was doing training and teachers had to come during their off period for the training. And I had a teacher who came in and just to tell me, she said, I just want you to know I'm retiring because of this. I don't want to learn this. I am retiring because of technology. And I mean, like I just stood there like, okay, what do you want me to say? She walked out and I really wanted to be like, don't let the door hit you. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, no, that's, that's good. You shouldn't be here because if you're a teacher and you don't want to live in the world that we live in, then, um, you, you can't prepare kids for the future. So, um, you know, I feel like there's, there's still some teachers who are, are kind of hanging on to the old school ways and waiting for retirement. But, um, I also know teachers who are, um, well into retirement age and still want to get Google certified and still nice. want, you know, they're so passionate about what they do. So, um, I didn't mean that as a judgment against all teachers. I hope it didn't sound that way, but you no, know, I feel like that's, <laughs> it's that mindset, you know, it always comes back to that mindset. It is, it, you know, and, it, and today it's, it's so much easier to learn how to use some of the technology and everything since you have lots of resources, um, you being one of them <laughs> and, uh, your website and then, uh, lots of it out there on, uh, um, my kids, uh, always roll their eyes because, you know, if we start talking about, it, I wonder how we could work on this and then, and they'll look at me and they'll go, dad, if you say YouTube, <laughs> we're going to, cause I, that's my go-to place. <laughs> yes, YouTube, we can find this. We can figure it out. But, uh, you know, it is, it, it is so cool. So uh, getting back, you know, kudos on the, on the new podcast. Does that mean the, the tribe one is going away or are you still going to do that? Oh, one? no, no. I had to be really careful when I made the announcement. I'm like, I, I put it like, don't worry, I'm not leaving the tribe because <laughs> I tell you, we got some loyal, loyal followers who, who I think would riot if we decided to stop <laughs> doing the tribe. So most definitely. <laughs> so, well, good. That's good news to hear as well. And, uh, um, and so before we go any, uh, any further, if someone wanted to connect further with you, where would you send them? So I would send them to shakeuplearning.com. Really, that's that's the best place to start. Uh, of course, uh, there's a menu at the top and you can see a lot of the things that we've already talked about today. For instance, there's a, a link to certification. So if you want to learn more about the resources I have for Google certifications, the uh, under podcast, you'll see two links now. You'll see one to the Google Teacher Tribe, um, which is also googleteachertribe.com and um, shakeuplearningshow.com. And um, But all of the, the new podcast posts will all be on ShakeUp Learning. So you won't have to go to separate sites or anything. It's all going to be together. And, you know, we're going to have some, some really advanced show notes with all of the links and downloads and everything there for you. But you can also find me as ShakeUp Learning pretty much across social media. So whatever it is um, that you prefer, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, uh, Instagram, you can pretty much find me as ShakeUp Learning across those mediums and connect and learn with me there. That is awesome. And uh, yeah, I got to tell you, you know, listeners, you got to go there. That's good stuff. And just remember, like I said before, you just go to my show notes uh, with the with Teaching Learning Leading K-12 and you'll find uh, um, the links there. Um, if it's on your iPhone, you'll see 
you'll see because I the way I write them, it, it all comes out in those uh, notes that appear on your phone as well. So um, you go visit shakeuplearning.com. Um, so last two questions, and uh, they go like this. If you had the chance to talk with 100 brand new principals, what advice would you give them about technology and technology support in the classroom? So that's a that's a really good question. <laughs> I, I find it very interesting. Most of the time when I'm asked to speak, it's either to a group of, of teachers, you know, mixed mixed groups, grade levels, subject areas, or an ed tech conference where I'm like with my people. It's like <laughs> preaching to the choir, right? When right. I'm at an ed tech conference. And then uh, on occasion, it's very rare, I get uh, an opportunity to speak just to administrators. And so what 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 I forget is they don't know what the rest of my people know like, like it, it's it's they're not not usually exposed to the same ideas and so for instance when I did a keynote at an administrators conference it was like they had never heard any of the things I said before and trust me you've heard them <laughs> if you work in ed tech you know what I'm talking about but it was like brand new information and so um, that really just opened my eyes. It's like, okay, this is this is an opportunity. This is a group. So obviously, this is not every principal, but I feel like a lot of times the prep programs are not necessarily involving them in the process. And as principals, they're also instructional leaders. So you know, they need to be on the cusp of what's happening. They need to understand that why. Why is technology important? You know, why should I be supporting this? Why should I be paying? for training for my teachers? Why should I encourage my teachers to get Google certified? And so, you know, if I had the chance to talk to them, I would definitely be the proponent and advocate or of, of this because you're doing your students a disservice if all you're doing is getting them out with good test-taking skills, right? There's so much more that's, you know, oftentimes administrators, I know they have so much pressure on them about those test scores and, you know, especially in, in my area, but you know, that we have to find that balance of, of doing, doing the right things for kids too. Uh, that's awesome. And yeah, and that, that, and what you said is exactly why I, I, I um, had it be principals instead of teachers because <laughs> it's, it's like, that's one of the things. And, and I'm a former principal and it's a high school principal and it's, you know, sometimes you have, uh, colleagues who aren't keeping up with it and it's kind of like it's somebody else's to do I got this other stuff I got to do and and uh, I think it can be easy as as an administrator though because of what's required of you is is so much and it's so intense that oftentimes unless it's coming up from up above that the superintendent is pushing these initiatives or anything else that oftentimes it just doesn't fit in with everything else that that they're doing and so um you know I would, I would actually love to take that up a notch and have a room of superintendents. So there you go. That would be good. <laughs> yes. So that we'll do that next time. How about that? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You get that, you get that all set up for me. <laughs> all right. So here's my last question. If you were talking with a teacher who said to you, I'm excited about using Google tools in my classroom, but I don't know where to start or what tool would be the best to use first. What would you say? Well, as I gave you the example if I'm working individually with a teacher, I definitely want to find out what it is. Okay, what do you teach? You know, what what are you planning for right now? I want to get an idea. Um, that would help me know which tool would be 
um, a natural fit for their lesson. But if it comes to what the teacher needs to learn, I think I, I approach that a little bit differently. So I actually have um, a blog post and a presentation that I do on how to design Google PD that works because I've, I've taught it so many times <laughs> in so many different ways and I've learned some hard lessons, but I always start with Chrome. So if a teacher has never been exposed to anything in Google, I want to get them used to the environment for all things Google, and that's Google Chrome. So that to me is like the first level, um, just getting them used to the browser, which is usually a breath of fresh air if they've been using that blue E thing. So um, <laughs> I'm not biased at all. No, not at all. And, uh, no, but that's that's sort of like the first step. And, and, and because Google works best with Google, right? So right. when they make that transition, and usually then the next step is either docs or slides. So um, I feel like both of those are equally easy to use, but most of the time teachers just are used to a word processor. So docs is a natural fit to try to use something. So um, that's that's kind of how I start when I do training. Excellent. The uh, and you know it's just it's just funny because um, you know I look at the different uh, tools that are out there and stuff, and this is something that I hear occasionally because people get overwhelmed and like I don't even know where to start. Well, one of the things that I think is funny is that if you do presentations and you go places, especially at universities, and uh, where they might have a common laptop that they have set up on a podium where there's screen behind them and all this stuff, and you go to log into Chrome and you see all these other people haven't logged out of Chrome. <laughs> It's, uh -huh, uh -huh. it's like, oh, check it out. I could log into, let, let me, who's, who's, <laughs> what do I want to log into here? And, uh, yeah, I really love it when that happens in like a tech building. <laughs> nice. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Like, come on, people. <laughs> <laughs> you got to log out. Yes. It's nice to know uh, technology people do the same thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Learn about incognito mode. It is your best friend. Yes. <laughs> Very nice. Well, Casey, thank you so much for talking with me today. I greatly appreciate all the amazing resources that you've created at ShakeUp Learning. They're easy to understand, helpful, and assist all users in surviving the feeling that they can't do something. I mean, it's, it's really cool because you you, you kind of got that intuition going there because you got all kinds of good stuff that help us you know, figure out what we don't know and uh, help us get over not knowing. I wish you the best in all that you do and uh, super congratulations on the new show, the ShakeUp Learning Podcast coming out. What was that date again? March 26th, right? Yes, March 26th. Awesome. Looking forward to it. Thank you so much and wishing the very best. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, have you got some thoughts, questions, or ideas? I'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to me through my email at stephenmiletto at gmail.com. Stephen spelled with a V and Mileto is M-I-L-E-T-T-O. And that's at gmail.com. Or if you're in the United States or Canada, you can call my Google Voice number at 478-353-5471. Love to hear from you. Thanks. Take care now. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is excited to be a member of Voice Ed Radio. Voice Ed Radio, your voice is right here. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. Podcasts for educators, podcasts by educators. The opinions expressed on Teaching Learning Leading K-12 are those of the guests and hosts. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is intended to share ideas, advice, and suggestions for classroom teachers and school administrators. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is produced for educational purposes. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll share it with your friends.